Welcome to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. If you love running or eating, you'll love this show. Now, here's your host, Monica Olivas. Hello, and welcome back to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. My name is Monica Olivas, and I'm a runner, eater, blogger, podcaster, well, I don't know. I'm figuring out the podcasting thing. I actually think I kind of have it sort of figured out. This last week, I have found that I am getting to a place where I like how the episodes are set up. I want it to be fun and kind of quick. Let me know what you guys think, though, because I think I like a shorter, fun episode um, of the podcast. But I know that if you are listening to this while running, you might have some time to just hang out with me. Anyways, today is day 17 of the Pile on the Miles Challenge, and November 17th is National Homemade Bread Day, and I got kind of excited when I heard this because earlier this year, I made homemade bread, like legit from scratch, yeast and warm water and leave it and knead it around. I actually found a recipe that was like I know this is going to be shocking. Not at all. Um, I was going to say the like the easiest possible homemade bread recipe uh, because that's how I roll. I want to do everything as easy as possible. However, I wanted to make homemade bread, which seems like it's kind of this thing that wouldn't go together. But I found I think it was called a no knead recipe, um, as in like kneading the dough, which. I don't know. I've never made other types of homemade bread. I don't know how much effort goes into the kneading aspect of it, but you did have to kind of fold it over twice, leave it for overnight and do a couple of different things to it. So it was time consuming. However, it wasn't a lot of actual like physical labor. I don't know how intense. (laughs) Does kneading bread count as cardio? Anyways, I will put a link to that post where I made homemade bread. And I think I literally called the post, I made homemade bread. Like I was just like so excited. Um, I baked it in the middle of the day and it was it was done right before I had a therapy appointment. I brought some to my therapist, which I'm sure she was like, what the heck is going on? What is this girl doing? Like, I just thought that was kind of random because I didn't bring her like a loaf. I brought her a piece. Is that the weirdest thing? I kind of almost think it is. Like it's different to bring like your mom or your friend a piece of something you baked, but I don't know, like someone you kind of work with or someone that you have appointments with, random. I I doubt she ate it now that I'm thinking about it, but um, I'm okay with that. That's a-okay. But if you want to know how to make homemade bread on National Homemade Bread Day, then you can check out, I'll put a link in the show notes to that post and I link to um, the recipe that I used. And now, after that whole spiel, let's get on to some running motivation. Today's quote is from Pavo Nurmi, and I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly, but I am trying my best. So there's that. Uh, But I really like it because I say something similar. He said, run hard when it's hard to run, which is kind of this very simple thing. But sometimes when we are running and we're having a hard day, it's just like, man, I'm not feeling it today. And there are times when you just kind of have to go with that and be like, you know what? Yeah, my body is not completely into it. Or my head isn't in the game. My head isn't in the run, right? And just know like, you know what? I'm running hard today. And you push it. And it might take you 
you know, higher on the effort level and you're still performing at, you know, this like kind of average day, but that's where you are. And so I kind of like the idea of that. Um, I also, there's something similar that I've said that is like, um, on good days I run, on bad days I run more because I know running has helped me with a lot of hard times. It's kind of, it reminded me of it, even though it's a little bit different in terms of the psychology behind it. And now I want to get back to the running forum series. This week, I am trying to go from head to toe and kind of hit on different body parts areas of proper running form. So far, I've already talked about head, neck and shoulders, arms and kind of how to pump your arms and upper body core. And today I'm talking about legs and your stride. This is from a runner's world article on proper running form. I will link to it in the show notes. And it says, while sprinters need to lift their knees high to achieve maximum leg power, distance runners don't need such an exaggerated knee lift. It's simply too hard to sustain for any length of time. Instead, efficient endurance running requires just a slight knee lift, a quick leg turnover, and short stride. Together, these will facilitate fluid forward moment movement instead of diverting and wasting energy. When running with the proper stride length, your feet should land directly underneath your body. As your foot strikes the ground, your knee should slightly be flexed and so it can bend naturally on impact. If your lower leg below the knee extends out in front of your body, your stride is too long. So I've mentioned this before, as you are kind of listening to this, check in with your body and make sure, right, that you are kind of keeping in mind everything that we said with the head, neck, and shoulders, the arms, the upper body, and today with your legs and your stride. And this is something that I think is one of the bigger challenges with running and getting proper running form is that um, the stride and your legs in terms of not doing, um, what is it called when you, you know, when you hit the ground with your heel, I guess that's, that's part of it is it's this heel strike, which is more what we'll talk about with like foot strike, um, coming up soon, but with legs, keeping your legs underneath your body can help with preventing heel strike because you're kind of reaching. If you're reaching your leg out in front of you to push off, it is harder than keeping it right underneath you and pushing off. Um, you're kind of breaking yourself and like break, like you're pushing on the brake of a car if you are putting your leg out in front of you versus keeping it behind, right underneath you and then pushing off back and kind of propelling yourself forward. So um, just kind of keep that in mind today as you are running or on your next run. And I'll put a link, like I said, to this article in the show notes. I think this one um, we might need to talk about a little bit more because it wasn't super clear. And this was kind of the best just straight explanation that I found for this in terms of keeping it, keeping your legs underneath your body, which is true. Um, but beyond that, I, I kind of feel like we should expand on this a little bit and I'll try to reach out to an expert to get a little bit more info in terms of the slight knee lift, which is something that I've heard from chi running as well, that it really should be um, just a minimum amount of effort in terms of how much you are lifting your legs because you're trying to move yourself forward. So trying to make that as easy as possible is very important. Um, but yeah, quick leg turnover, keep your legs underneath your body, focus on that for today and keep going. 
Today's running tip comes from Marie. She is the Lazy W on Instagram, and I will put a link to her Instagram in the show notes and a picture. But I asked some of my readers, followers, runners questions on tips to share with the class, and they chimed in, and I'm sharing some of them during the Pile on the Miles Challenge. And Marie said, I asked first, you can give another runner one tip. What is it? She said, find dynamic warm-up and cool-down stretch routines that you like and do them faithfully. This helped me heal my PF, plus it feels great and is a nice way to get your mind squared up before running, then give thanks for the miles afterwards. I love this. I am very, very big on find something you love to do and let it kill you. That's actually that's a quote that I now need to look up and credit, um, but it's one of my favorite things is that I really love running. I love this. And it's my favorite thing. So I don't necessarily have to make myself run, but I have to make myself stretch and do other things that help my running. Um, so though finding something in that that you enjoy is really important because I know as runners, and I talked about it earlier, right, with Charlotte, and um, you know, this thing about either stretching or injury prevention. As runners, we kind of tend to skip sometimes some of these things that would help make our running better and make us better, like more fit and healthier and more well-rounded athletes. And oftentimes the warm up and cool down and stretching and cross training, these are the things that aren't necessarily prioritized if you prefer running, right? If I have some time to do stuff, I'm going to go run. Um, But with that, because I always say I'm the least disciplined person you will ever meet. And that is true. So though, I need to find something that I kind of want to do and enjoy doing in the area of warm up, cool down and stretching. And so I say that's like a great idea, whatever it is. If it is, you know, trying different workouts on YouTube or, and this is something I really need to do because I've been asked a lot about it. Um, like, what do I do before and after workouts in my stretch routine? I normally am just kind of trying to listen to my body for strength training. I am doing something more planned out because it's become more important to me and I feel the difference. Um, but I'll, I'll try to share some more Next year, I'm putting together a lot more things for that. But for now, finding something that either you find online, like I said, in a video, or um, you just kind of listen to your body, or it's something from if you've ever taken a workout class and you've done a warm up and cool down, and there were parts of it that you really liked, um, navigating that and just finding something that you kind of enjoy doing and that you feel that your body is responding to, right? Like, oh, this feels so good. You're most likely going to keep doing it. So I think I I really love this tip because I, I feel like it's just very reasonable and real. Dig it. So the next question is, what do you do when you feel like quitting? Do you have a mantra or trick? Marie said, run while you can is my reminder because so often you get sidelined unexpectedly by injury, weather, life surprises, also, I've learned to set short-term mileage goals even when I'm not focused on an event. On days I feel like cutting it short, I just ask myself how bummed I would be the next day. Try to register how far I've come already and tell myself just to finish it, lady. It almost always works. Love this. Love this. That's super cute. And the last question is, what's your secret to staying motivated? She said, progress is addictive 
And the way running improves my mood, outlook, and non-fitness productivity are all reasons to lace up. Love that. Thank you so much, Marie, for chiming in. And like I said, I will put a link to her Instagram, the LazyW, um, in the show notes. And now let's talk about the running repeat scavenger hunt. Day 17, the Instagram scavenger hunt is statue, a statue. That is going to be challenging for me because I think I mentioned before there's there are no statues around where I live. I don't see a statue at all on like the routes that I run. So I kind of need to be keeping an eye out for this one. I don't know where I'm going to have to go. I might have to pretend to be a statue for this. But um, post that on your Instagram and tag at run it repeat with the hashtag team RER to be entered for the run scavenger hunt contest. And that's all for today. Make sure that you check in either on the show notes or on Instagram with your run report. What are you doing today? And if you have a question for me, running, eating, random life, redhead, large hands, California, orange cat, all of the above, you can email me at runeatrepeat at gmail.com. Just make sure to put podcast question in the subject line, or you can call the podcast voicemail and I will put that phone number in the show notes as well. I hope that you are having a super awesome week and keep going. We are getting into the home stretch of the pile on the miles challenge. Make sure that you check in and have a great run. Thank you for listening to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. For more information, check out runeatrepeat.com.